This is the Gospel for Life, where we have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. Around the table today is Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Jonathan Van Hoogen from Dayspring United Reformed Church, Vinnie Hanke from Valley Life Community Church, and Ryan Hemphill from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to ReformationBoise.com. Welcome back to Gospel for Life. It's good to be talking about a subject that at least we're extremely excited about. We're not sure if you as the listener share this excitement, but we are talking about summer reading books that either we would recommend that we have read or books that are on our to read list that we're excited about and we are talking today with a couple of quote unquote guests josh bales matt mishevich are both in the studio gentlemen do you want to that seems so odd to say introduce yourself to the listeners and say what you're up to these days? Yeah, I am Josh Bales uh, from the Well Church, pastoring there since uh, 2010, preaching since 2016. You can find us at thewellboise.com. Preaching through the book of Exodus right now. Absolutely love it. And I'm, love, I'm loving the summer. Loving being here with you guys today. Good to have Fantastic. you. Fantastic. I'm Matt Masevich, pastor of Sovereign Grace Fellowship. We are going through the Gospel of John from the pulpit. I uh, just finished John 3.16 last Lord's Day, so now we're going to be doing this coming Lord's Day, John 3.16 through verse 21. Um, been pastor pastoring there for about 15 years, give or take, and been the senior pastor for about three. So anyway, good to be here. And the books on our to-read list for today, we're doing this by categories. Yesterday was theology, systematic theology, confessional books. So if you missed that, you can go back and listen to the podcast. And then today we are doing either books on the Bible in general or books based upon Bible books, Bible individuals, Bible characters. Um, so what's on your to-read list for this? Things that you've read that you've re- thoroughly enjoyed, things that you're looking forward to, to reading? I would recommend um, a book by Vaughn Roberts. It's called God's Big Picture, Tracing the Storyline of the Bible. And you think about it, you got 66 books written by 40 people over 2,000 years on several continents. This is, how do you put it all together? How do you, these books of the Bible, that where do we see it? And he he traces the whole storyline of the kingdom of God through the this book. It's not a large read. It's about 150 pages. It's a it's a good one for your uh, your summer reading list. God's big picture, tracing the storyline of the Bible. Two books that I just got done with that I've benefited greatly from was Living Life Backwards by David David Gibson. Don't confuse him with our speaker for this year, Jonathan Gibson. But this it's is his, his brother. brother. Yeah. Uh, but it's a book on the book of Ecclesiastes, and it is, I don't know, it's probably one of the best books that I've read in, in five years. I just thoroughly found it to be helpful for not only understanding the book of Ecclesiastes, but just in how to engage in life in a way that's biblical and faithful and true. And he has a way of just 
every chapter has these just beautiful phraseologies. So it's not just insightful. It was well-written. And so it was a joy to read because of his, his use of language was also so good. Well, the book of Ecclesiastes is so relevant. Yeah. And, and we, I want to use that term you know, carefully because I think all of God's word is relevant. But uh, you're talking about you know, Solomon who's tried to find meaning in everything, and all of it is, is like a vapor. Mm. And uh, that, was, that was one of the most enjoyable series of books that I preached through was Ecclesiastes. Yeah. And the other little book that I just read, so if you're just think, thinking, man, I would love to just have a book on my list that I can just check off. Kevin DeYoung wrote a little book on the Lord's Prayer. And so it's maybe a hundred and some pages, very easy, quick read. Um, but naturally, because of the content matter, going through the Lord's Prayer, so rich, so experiential, it's worth the time to, to read, and it really won't take you very long at all to read. You know, a lot of people that I've, I've talked to will say that their favorite book of the Bible is, is James. It's like uh, it's like the Proverbs of the New Testament. It's, yep. it's full of wisdom and a really great book, and it's easily read, is a book called Truth for Life, a devotional commentary on the epistle of James. It's written by John Blanchard. Hmm. And in some ways, it uh, it simplifies some of the stuff. You know, Thomas Manton wrote a book, uh, a commentary on James, which was good. But in, in one sense, it simplifies and does some of the same things that Thomas Manton's book does, but it's it's on my book list for James. I I wore out that cover, that that book, and I repurchased it because I wanted it on my shelf. Yeah. Well, a book that I would recommend is uh, David Chilton's uh, Paradise Restored. David Chilton lived nineteen fifty one to nineteen ninety seven. I'm actually reading it a second time now with a men's group that we have on Wednesday morning. Kind of the theme of the book is, uh, so it's a biblical theology. We talked about Gerhardus Voss yesterday. It's a biblical theology of dominion. So it's taking uh, Genesis 126, 128, and tracing that through Scripture. And I, I, one of the things that I found really helpful about the book is that it's it's challenged the way that I approach the Scripture, it, it, specifically in terms of, of biblical theology. It has these really great questions in, in chapter 2. <coughs> Where it says, the real question um, to start with, therefore, is not some artificial kind of symbolic versus literal debate, but a much more basic issue, shall our interpretation be biblical or speculative? And then he, he just asks some really basic questions. Where in the Bible does this imagery come from? Where does the Bible speak of a woman in labor, and what is its significance in those contexts? It's, it's just teaching you how to approach the Bible and not like not only in a historical and grammatical way, which we we need to, but reading the whole Bible as the whole Bible. So I found it helpful for thinking about dominion, thinking about eschatology, thinking about specific texts um, in Revelation, Matthew 24, really great book. Just real quickly before Matt jumps in, you've got another book underneath of that that is part of this whole series yeah. of books on really biblical theology. These are the ones I'm trying to read, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so there's a whole series of them. Maybe you want to just talk about yeah. either so, the one you have there or the series in general. So Michael Morales, he's a current uh, living teacher, professor at Greenville Seminary. I would love to get him out here for the Reformation Voice Conference. Um, I'm using Exodus, Old and New, his biblical theology on Exodus, and he basically does the same thing that I've been talking about, tracing the theme of the Exodus idea 
from Genesis to Revelation. He does the same thing in this book called uh, Who Shall Ascend the Mountain of the Lord. If you want to understand the book of Leviticus, because I know that's on everybody's <laughs> top of their reading list, right? He makes it understandable. And it's not just a straight up commentary. He's connecting it again. Genesis mm-hmm. to Revelation, how to understand this book in the context of, of biblical revelation. Yep. And that's a book in a series that's probably 30 books long. I can't remember the name of the, the series. I own, I think, about 10 of them, but it's about biblical theology, and each book deals with a different topic. Um, and the series is the new studies in biblical theology, and naturally because they're all written by different people, some are better than others. Um, D.A. Carson was the editor of that series. Um, I have read some that I'm like, this is incredible. I've read some that I'm like, oh, that was okay. Yeah. But it's like any series. Well, and J.K. Beale, so on the topic of, of biblical theology, J.K. Beale just released a biblical theology book called Whom Now Shall We Worship or We Are What We Worship. We are, yeah. It's it's a, <laughs> a biblical theology of idolatry from Genesis to Revelation. Yep, have that one and benefited from it. Yeah. Matt, I'm so sorry I cut you off. Go ahead, jump in. Oh, no problem. Well, one of the books that I picked up, actually, on the personal recommendation of Joel Beakey. So last year at the conference, Joel Beakey was out, and I asked him uh, if I had to buy one book here, what would you recommend? And he's like, he's humble. He's the general editor of this book. But he said, well, you know, our best-selling book, and this is a book from uh, who, let me see who publishes it. Reformation Heritage Books is the. It's a little black book called the Family Worship Bible Guide, and I don't know if you guys have picked that up, but it is a fantastic book, especially if you have children. And basically, what it does is, as you're doing your devotional reading through Scripture, you just look up the corresponding chapter. Um, they have little sections for each chapter of the entire Bible with uh, devotional notes basic insights into the passage. And I find it helpful for teaching children. I find it helpful for personal study. I actually even find it helpful for, okay, pastors, you you understand that sometimes we read a passage and we understand the passage, but sometimes there's obscure passages in scripture where our first thought is, and tell me if I'm wrong, tell me if it's only me, where I ask the question, I understand it, but what am I going to do with this passage? How am I going to turn this into a message for my people? And I find that that book actually sometimes has applications in it that I never even considered. Yeah. And now I can't unsee, you know, because it's, it's fantastic. So mm-hmm. it's a little book. It's their best-selling book called Family uh, Worship Bible Guide. Just bought a whole slew of those for the conference. So if you're wanting to get that, you can just hold off until September 22nd and 23rd. I, I use that book almost every day. Yeah, for, I, for my personal, I do reading, too. I do too. Uh, I'll re, I'll be in some. Old, I'm in Leviticus right now, just in my daily reading. And after I try to understand what's being said, that I'll turn to the Family Bible Guide and like, oh man, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. On my to read list, this was a professor at the seminary that I went to, but I did not take any classes from. But it's Michael Barrett, and he has a book called Wisdom for Life: Fifty Two Old Testament Meditations. Um, and so he wrote kind of a devotional book on specifically the Old Testament, and sometimes I think the Old Testament gets neglected, and so I was thinking that that would be just good. Was that your prophet at PRTS? 
I didn't have him, but he was a professor at, at PRTS. Yeah. So I'm going through Exodus right now, and I have yep. his book, The Gospel According to Exodus. Yeah, that's him. And he runs it through kind of the the three structures of the Heidelberg Catechism. What is it? Misery, salvation. Guilt, grace, and gratitude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's really good. Is it? Okay. Sin, yeah. salvation, and service. Yeah. Guilt, yeah. grace, and gravi- gratitude. Yeah. So yeah. he was the president of Greenville for a long time. Oh, I didn't know that. And he was a professor of Old Testament. He was a Hebrew professor. And then he came to PRTS kind of in his retirement and took over teaching of Hebrew, some of the Old Testament classes, and kind of came, became the, the dean of, yeah. So he retired to come back to work? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like pastors, we just go out to pastor. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> One of that's a little bit longer that I have on my to-read list is How to Read and Understand the Psalms by Bruce Waltke. Um, so I'm going to – that's a selfishly I'm reading that book because next year I'm going to do a class again on the going through the book of, of Psalms. And so that will hopefully prepare me for some of that work with regard to – Benefiting from reading the Psalms. Others on your list? Oh, man. We're, we're, I mean, I have my, if you were to look at my nightstand, it's full of books. It was actually kind of hard trying to figure out which book I'm going to bring. I actually, if you haven't read Lessons from the Upper Room by Sinclair Ferguson, mm. I thought that was just a, a wonderful book going through John 13 through 17. Sinclair Ferguson is just so pastoral in how he writes. What's the name of his podcast? Uh, he has a podcast really it's really it's actually really it's really punchy and it's really good I didn't know that I do not know (laughs) yeah well this is going to be a cliffhanger we're going to leave you hanging until tomorrow and we will tell you the title of that so you'll have to come back then and we'll see you then